New Thought Media Network. We are a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. Inspiring humanity's evolution along the journey of enlightenment and creating a world of love, peace, empowerment, and prosperity for all. New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring. Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And hello again, dear ones. Reverend Robert with you over here. We have Z right here. And this is Ministers Talking Shit. That means it's Friday morning here on the on the New Thought Media Network. And we're so grateful to be with you. Grateful that you're here with us. This is that chance where we get to just talk about anything we want to talk about. And usually it's current events and the things in the <laughs> And Z, you were uh, off gallivanting across the country all right i'm not gonna say gallivanting but you were off <laughs> off traveling last friday we uh unfortunately you weren't with us but we had the great reverend david alexander with us so thank you again uh reverend dr david if you're watching today and uh welcome back glad to see you again yeah yeah great 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 to be back i was down in sunny florida uh celebrating my granddaughter's uh 13th birthday and um, had a good time catching up and uh, seeing family and friends. And, um, you know, it's always good to do that, especially this time of year. So glad to be back and uh, see what's going down. Exactly. And uh, I, I forgot you were in Florida. I just realized it's like, okay, you were in Florida, um, but Coach Prime wasn't. No. <laughs> no, he, he was here already, and uh, and I've been wanting so much to share this story with you. I, I, I chat with you about this one because, uh, folks, if you haven't heard, Deion Sanders has announced as the new head coach of the uh, Colorado, uh, the CU Boulder, uh, Colorado Buffaloes, their football team, and after a pretty dismal season, uh, and, and I heard, and I thought, man, all right, now we got Deion Sanders. <laughs> Maybe he could slip down to Denver and help help Russell Wilson a little bit too. I don't know. I that would watch, be nice. I didn't watch last night's game, so I don't know. But uh, <laughs> I didn't see the headlines either. But uh, so I I want to hit. I want to get your take on it. Uh, well, you know, and he that, left. He left an HBCU mid contract, kind of. So that's really where I'm looking to what I want to hear. Yeah, well, I mean, he's he's taking his share of shots um, because one thing he did do, and and I'll say God bless him, he did put HBCUs back on the map, mm. and they never really should have been off, and they never really were off in the black community. But in terms of uh, how the broadest uh, football community 
saw HBCUs not only in the sports arena, but in 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 their universities themselves. So he's taken a lot of heat because, you know, uh, uh, people felt that he'd done some good, got a lot of publicity and got a lot of eyes and stuff on the universities. Um, and I I I hear that, but he's not Jesus Christ, right? He's not the savior. Um, I mean, he's he, he's done a great job there. He was there from three years. He took them from where they had a abysmal season when he came. This year they went undefeated. Um, and so, I mean, you can make a point on either side of this coin, right? But yeah. he's done a great job there. Somebody will come in and follow in his footsteps. I mean, and he'll do a great job at, uh, I believe he'll do a great job at, at CU Boulder. And again, it will, it'll again, I mean, you look at the number of black coaches at Power Five universities, not that many. So he'll be able again to elevate that whole idea yeah. of blacks are capable and qualified and able to coach at a high level, given the chance to do so. Well, I hope so. I am in some small way part, some small part paying his salary. Uh, yes. As I have a student at CU Boulder currently. So uh, I'm now contractually obligated to pay attention yes. to CU Boulder yes. stories. Yes. yes. <laughs> and, and, and I mean, you know, the deal he got was, was a modest deal. He got, I think he got 30 million over five years, right? Which is small if you start comparing that against, and of course, you go to Sabins and those guys. They've been around sure. and they got much bigger contracts. But, you know, at least I think they, they're, they're giving it a good shot. I'm waiting to see really what his son does, uh, Shadur, who comes in there as a, as the, as a, uh, as a quarterback. Um, that's going to be, that's going to be an, the most interesting thing for me. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Um, 30 million over five years, definitely doing a quick search here. Definitely looks like his largest contract ever even bigger than when he was a player. So, yep, yep we're going to wish uh, Coach Prime and the Colorado Buffaloes a good good luck on next year's season. And uh, I know they're stirring things up already. It, it's almost an entirely different department up there already from what I understand. So, mm -hmm. uh, good things there. All right. What else is going on in the news? What caught your eye this week? Well, you know, the, the one thing that caught my eye was uh, – I mean, it was a bunch, right? But I'll just I'll just start with the Twitter, uh, or the tweeting, or the twatting, or the whatever they do on that <laughs> platform. Uh, and you know, just yesterday they took away access from some journalists from some reported. Uh, I mean, uh, the 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 best uh, publications the times i think got somebody washed out the the washington post got somebody washed out i even think cnn got somebody washed out um where elon musk just took them away and said hey you, you know you can't you can't broadcast here anymore so to speak and i mean for someone who's claiming to create a platform that's for freedom of speech but then if they start talking against you or whatever then that's a problem you know he, he also and I, I haven't followed it lately, but there's some kid who tracks his jet. He had, I don't even know how he does this, 
but he yeah. tracks his jet wherever it's flying and he posts it on Twitter. Yeah. Um, I mean, what's if you it's going to be free speech? You got to you, you know you give you you give Donald Trump his thing back. Right. I know, and Donald Trump doesn't even want it back. Really, he's over on his own thing now. Yeah. And that to me is part of it. It's like, okay, I understand these social media companies are private businesses. Twitter, Facebook, whether they're, you know, whether they're uh, investor owned or, or privately owned, they're businesses. They're not public utilities. Right. But unfortunately, I think because of the novelty of it and because of, uh, well, for a, long, for a while, you know, there were only a couple. Like back in the old days, there were only three TV stations, <clears throat> yes. ABC, CBS, and NBC. Now there's a billion of them. Back in the old days, you know, we had what? MySpace, MySpace, Twitter, Facebook, maybe LinkedIn, right? Then along comes Instagram, but that's that's different. And now all these various platforms are out there. It's impossible for anybody to stay on top of any one of them. So you pick one. <clears throat> and you pick one, I would assume, that is most aligned with your own beliefs, your own life. And then when that changes, people get in an uproar because they think it was a public utility. Yeah. Twitter is well, not a part, public utility. And part of the challenge is for, for the consumers, right? As consumers want to be, they want to be in every place, everywhere, every time. So they yeah. got TikTok, they got Instagram, they got Facebook Meta, they got Twitter, you know, and and you can't keep up with all of that stuff without just sinking your life. I don't, unless that's your business. Right? right. And it's, it's, it's destroying the consciousness. Uh, I believe because it gets filled with so many uh, trivial pursuit questions and little short uh, vignettes that tension spans are changing and, 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 you know, the quality of the news with, you know, there are very few in-depth programs now. Yeah. In terms yeah. of news, they're all short articles. They're not, they're, they're very few exposés as they used to call them in terms of news stories where you get good research in depth behind the scenes kinds of information about a specific issue. Yeah. <clears throat> 60 minutes just jumped to mind. And one of the places that is still doing that sort of in-depth research, but I think we've known for a long time the local media can't do it. They they just regurgitate what's been fed to them. Yep. Um, and it's uh, here we are, folks. It's harder and harder to get good news, <laughs> real news. Yeah. It, it's yeah. harder and harder to know exactly what is real <clears throat> and what is somebody's propaganda machine ramping up and uh, and trying to take you from trying to separate you from your money. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And I, and I mean, you know, and when you look at at how news is presented or, or what is allowed to be presented. Right. That, that just brings to mind the whole uh, anniversary that was just, re, you know, just occurred last uh, Wednesday. I think it was on the Sandy Hook uh, massacre where the guy goes into the school up in Connecticut. And then you can have 
um, the guy out of Texas, Jones, Jim Jones, or whatever his name is. I, I don't, I didn't want to call the dang on name. Um, he can get on airways and say it's a hoax and that it was staged and do all of this kinds of things and present it as news, get people off, and then you know they file a suit to get him, and then he carries bankruptcy after he's destroyed and harassed people's lives for 10 years. I think it's been now, yeah, 10 years. Um, and Folks, our hearts and prayers do go out to those families and everyone that was touched by the Sandy Hook massacre. It was real. It was not a false flag. Um, Alex Jones um, yes. has been fined uh, civilly over a billion dollars. And I'm on this new kick. I can't remember where I saw it, but you know, being a billionaire is a moral failure. If you have amassed a billion dollars and your net worth is, you are not giving away enough of your money. You are not helping enough people. You are not working for the common good. You, it is a moral failure to be a billionaire. And this man, he's been fined more than a billion dollars, which means they assume he has that. Um, now he claims bankruptcy and, uh, and, they're going to catch him because he was moving money before all of this. He was hiding, he was hiding his money because now he's claiming bankruptcy. Um, the And it is good to see, let's put it this way. It's good to see justice be served. Yeah. It's unfortunate it takes this country 10 years to be able to serve up a plate of justice. Um, yeah. There was a good story, though, of justice this week that I saw. Um, and some of you may remember uh, back in 2019, there was uh, a black man was stopped for a traffic incident in Louisiana, Ronald Green. Uh, unfortunately, Ronald, at the end of that incident, was uh, had been killed by these officers. <clears throat> this past week, five Louisiana police officers were charged with state crimes ranging from everything from negligent homicide to malfeasance in uh, in Ronald's death. And you know, the thing that kind of a parallel, there was body cam footage of this incident and the police continuously for, for a long, for quite a while wanted to continue to say that Ronald died as a result of a car accident. When there is direct body cam evidence that they tased this man, they beat this man, they drug him by his ankles while he had his hands cuffed behind his back, drug him on his on his stomach across the pavement by his ankles. They tortured this man before killing him. And and okay, in this in this instance, it's only three years before we get to charge them. And they haven't been found guilty yet. They've just been charged. This body cam footage was available day one. And rather than say, rather than take responsibility. Oh, I said the word. I'm sorry. Rather than take responsibility, they suppressed this body cam footage. They held this back. And a man died. And it's compounded by the fact that it's a man of color at the hands of men that were color challenged. 
I feel a sense of peace for Ronald's family, and I want to see a swift trial with a guilty verdict, and I want these five guys going to prison for the rest of their lives because they took a life. <clears throat> and, you know, the challenge with this whole thing is you would have thought, right, that after the George Floyd incident, and that's been, what, almost three years now. Yep. After the Ahmaud Aubrey situation in Georgia, which happened around the same time, and the Breonna Taylor that happened, you would think that these kinds of situations would be thoroughly investigated immediately, and they would not be drug along. Right. <laughs> but but they continue to happen. They continue to appear to try to come up with all kinds of ways to to say it's justified. And every day, you know, every every so many days, you see new cases. There was a case about uh, we were talking earlier about the where the officer shot in through the window and killed the woman in her own house who was taking care of her elderly mother and playing games with the kids. Yeah, they just got him convicted Aaron Dean um and he was found guilty of manslaughter yesterday this is another story folks um a woman and her grandson are at their home playing games late on an evening they forgot to close the front door because they left it open airing out the door they burned some hamburger making dinner earlier left the door open a concerned neighbor calls now that not a bad it's not a bad thing for a concerned neighbor to call when the front door is ajar and at late at night things look kind of strange the lights are on in the house and it was an unusual scene but these two officers approached the call entered the property not the home but entered the property were in the backyard and shot through a woman through the window and killed this woman. Now they say she had a gun, um, which shouldn't matter because if I'm a woman alone with my grandson and there's a gun in the house and I see two strange men wandering around my backyard, I might pick up my gun too. She didn't fire it, but the cop felt that was enough. <clears throat> To fire through a window unannounced. <laughs> See, I gotta. If ever, if you're a cop, and you're that scared to do your job, how about we get you a different job? Yeah. How about we get you some training to get into a different line of work? Because if you're that afraid. You got to fire from a backyard through a window and kill a woman in her own home. I think you're in the wrong job. I think you're in the wrong line of work. Yeah, and 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 the cat didn't. From what I understand, he didn't even make an announcement. Police. I mean, that's you know, drop your gun. Uh, you know, a You know, you have to identify yourself. They didn't knock on the front door that was ajar to say police. Nothing. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, so and, and I, I just going to say, you know, we, we, the people, we, we, we have to begin to not let these things just say, oh, well, that's just what happens. Right. Uh, it should not just be happening and we should not stand by and idly take it 
uh, as as commonplace. Yep. Uh, and you know, everybody has to come in at their own level, but we have to say something. We have to write some letters. We have to get involved um, because this is just it is it, obvious that it's continuing. We, I, I you know, I, I would love to see the statistics of of what was going on before George Floyd and, and, and Breonna Taylor and Ahmaud Arbery and what has happened afterward, just to look at statistics um, to see has anything changed. Right. Yeah, that would be interesting to, to see. <clears throat> and there's a place where I can personally do my own spiritual work, folks, because my immediate my immediate belief goes to, yeah, I doubt it. I doubt anything's changed. Mm-hmm. I, in fact, I, I imagine it's probably not <clears throat> worse. Yeah. Um, and that's somewhere where I can do my work. I can change. I can look towards the positive. I can hold that positive perspective that says, okay, I don't know. You're right, Z. I don't know. Let's go. F- let's see if we can find some numbers on this. And until we do, I'm going to stay in the positive sense that police crime specifically against blacks has gone down. Police violence against people of color, I'm going to affirm, has gone down. Yeah. Um, we have to, I, I, I guess I just have to believe it and faith that until we see it. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree, you know, and, and, and that's what, uh, I mean, and, 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 you know, we talked about a couple of issues this morning. Um, and, and then there's so many, right? I mean, there's the whole thing about immigration again. Uh, there's the whole thing about COVID and RSV and colds and flu rising again. And, and, and we're not here to be gloom and doom. We're here to raise awareness that we cannot stick our heads in the sand and say that these things don't exist or that they don't matter or, or you know, somebody else is going to fix it. Exactly. We got to get involved wherever you want. If it's not these, if it's not these topics, find some other topics where, where things seem to be misreported, misaligned, uninformed, underprayed, and let's <laughs> let's let's pray on them and get some action on them and and, and make it happen. I like that underprayed. <laughs> there is definitely some places where our society is underprayed, uh, and remember, folks, when we talk about prayer here. We're not talking about begging and beseeching either. We're not talking about getting down on bended knee and asking some far off power in the sky to make all things right and bless my life and screw my neighbor. It's, it's, it's so completely different. It is that affirmation of the truth of how life works, of the oneness of life. And, um, yeah, you know, it's, uh, I would, I, there's, there's so much, I, Earlier today, um, here in Arvada, Colorado, uh, we've been without a police chief and we've been searching for a police chief in the in the community. And a longtime officer of the Arvada Police Department was named the police chief yesterday. So that's a big story here today, this morning, that he was named the police chief and they made the decision. And my first thought was, cool, I'm going to leverage what I've got 
I am a spiritual leader in the community in Arvada. I am a minister in Arvada. I'm going to call the police chief. And as the senior minister of the New Thought Media Network, I'm going to request an audience and I'm going to request a, a sit down. And I, if they approve it, I, if they give it, I, I don't know what I'll say to them, but I'll go in and I'll sit down and have a chat with them and say, hey, you know, it's not that we it's not that we don't approve of policing. It's not that we don't support policing and the police in our neighborhoods. It's that we don't support the bad police. Right. Just like I don't support businesses that don't, that if I take my car to a, a mechanic and he screws it up and doesn't put the oil plug back in, I'm not going back. I'm not going to support that business. The police isn't, aren't like that. And we just have to weed out and find and identify and retrain these, the bad officers out there. Yeah. But the police will never do it themselves, folks. As citizens, we're going to have to stand up and ask for this. As citizens, we're going to have to stand up and demand this. And not violently, but peacefully. Write a letter. Call, your poli- call the police department and ask if you can have a conversation with the police chief. Um, and let your perspective and feelings around these issues be known. I think that's important. I know it's important. You know, and and because you know, as we as we move fast towards twenty twenty three, you know, I, I always try to have a motto. I, I'm I'm working around though, but one that's been sticking in my mind that says, "If it's going to be in twenty three, it's up to me." And 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 I think that's a motto, even if it's a subtitle uh, <laughs> that people use. If things are going to change, it's up to me. I have to get involved. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, look at that. I like it. <laughs> I, found it I, I found this the other day for a buck for, for, or maybe I even got it for free on a pile. I'm not <laughs> sure, but I saw it. I was like, I don't have that on my shelf. We need that one, honey. She said, yeah. So, right. I agree. If it's going to be, it's up to me. Yeah. Each one and, of and- us has the ability to use this power for good question is are we using the power for good yeah or are we just monkeying around and and willy-nilly oh that's just the way it is police will be the cops will be cops let's hope not let's hope people get involved let's hope people believe that statement that is up to me and whether that's just picking a piece of paper up off the ground and putting it in the in the trash bin or if that's helping your neighbor with some food or taking them to the store or if it's going and running for office or writing a letter to your congressman or whatever taking kids toys whatever it is find your little place of of of, of greatness not that you don't have big ones but we just, if we get a bunch of small ones we'll have some big ones yeah but we just need people to get involved i think the time is now to be a good human. Yes. Yes. Let's all just be good humans. <clears throat> Regardless and, of race, creed, color, sexual orientation, all of that stuff, right? And and let's and and regardless of of money. Yeah. Too many I, we live in a world of infinite abundant unlimited unrestricted supply. There, 
uh, one of my other new, not new, but one of my other favorites that I've re kind of reinvigorated lately is the source always rises to meet the demand. One way or another, if we believe that, if the source rises to to meet demand, it will. And if it's necess if it's necessary, the money's going to show up in your life. But too many of us are living our lives not being good humans over a couple of bucks or a couple hundred bucks. Or maybe even it's a couple of thousand of bucks. Being a good human, it, it transcends... The money piece, it transcends all that other stuff to be able to, uh, well, I think we found our, I think we found our point for the day, Z. The yes. Call, the call for the week. Be a good human. We'll be back next week. Check in with you. See how you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think that's a good idea. Hey, folks, we are going to have to wrap it up here today on Friday morning. Ministers Talking Shit, the New Thought Media Network. We want to thank you for being with us. And uh, before I roll the thank you video, Z, I want to give you a shot. Any final thoughts before we get out of here today? Yeah, there's a there's an African saying that goes, each one teach one. Uh Let's let's try that on size. Let's 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 start teaching each other different things that they may not know or I may not know, and figure out how we can close this circle of love and make it happen in every place we be. Yeah, amen. I'm with you there. Each one teach one to be a good human. There we go. All right, folks, we're going to get out of here for today. I'm Rev Briz. On behalf of my co-host, Reverend Elzia, we thank you for being a part of the New Thought Media Network, for chiming in when we uh, have these broadcasts. And, you know, we've got a great lineup of broadcasting today. Mm -hmm. Stay tuned with us. Sekou Writes with Be Your Own Hero starts in just about 15 minutes. Morning Prayers at 8.15. Morning Sip with Rev Melissa is at 9.30. Uh, throughout the day, we also have the Joy Show with Rev B at 1 o'clock today. I'll be back at 5 with the good news. Pastor Michael's here with the Fireside Chat at 6 o'clock Mountain Time. And keep your eye out, coming in January, Eugene Holden's bringing a new program forward on Friday afternoons called The Upper Room. So more pro pro broadcast programming coming on Fridays real soon. <laughs> We're going to get out of here for now. Until next time, we wish you peace and richest blessings. Bye now. Peace. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, please share our with your friends. Until next time, peace and blessings. <laughs>